cool. So first question, I got I I I gotta know from like uh, I guess traditional art sense, which like from transitioning to uh from uh, traditional art to digital, what was that process like for you personally? Yeah, so I did traditional art for like six years before transitioning to digital. Like I did it in high school and a little bit like when COVID first hit, I did a lot of a lot of paintings. I had so much just free time all day. Mm -hmm. I just paint for like nine hours a day. Um, and then I really wanted to like try it out. I noticed a lot more people were going like the digital route and I wanted to be able to the big thing was I wanted to be able to like edit edit small things and change things without having to do new pieces. Like it was really just about time for me mostly I think. Yeah. Like I wanted to be able to like change the color palettes and have freedom with um, what I did to my work. So I was like, hey, I'm just gonna do it. I gotta learn it at some point if I wanna mm. take it seriously at all. So I think I got Krita, which is like a free um, it's kind of like Illustrator, but free and a little bit worse. And so, <laughs> I, yeah, I tried to learn that and I got like okay at it, but I wanted to actually get Illustrator. So I invested, which it's kind of expensive, Adobe. It really, it really is expensive. It's so bad. <laughs> um, so I started learning Illustrator like almost a year ago in mm. April of 2021. And that was, it was actually pretty hard to learn. I think I had like this kind of superiority complex going in because I was like, oh, I can do traditional art. This is gonna yeah. be fun. Like it'll take me a few days. I'll watch some tutorials, whatever. I'll be good. Yeah, yeah. But it was hard to learn. It took me <laughs> a really long time to figure it out, like months. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was like, it's it was, complicated. Yeah, it was definitely like, my ego took a hit, <laughs> <laughs> but once I figured that out, it like was definitely a game changer for me. Like I'd never really developed a solid style that I was happy with before I got into digital, and so that was like really cool. I was I was really happy to finally like settle on something that I could keep consistent and that I like really liked to do and it saved me time i think that it time. is yeah, yeah for sure i know like a lot of people even including myself like before i learned it i definitely slandered it a little bit like i, I <laughs> <laughs> you're you're <laughs> one of those like you know digital isn't all that digital mm. yeah like it's cheating it's like not real art like i definitely was on that bandwagon a little bit not gonna <laughs> lie <laughs> But after after learning it, I definitely it changed my mind. Like it's it's hard. It's hard in different ways, and especially like I go back and forth now from digital to traditional. Like I still yeah. do some of each, and sometimes when I'm like painting, I'll go I'll go to save my work <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's <laughs> it's kind of actually hard to like transition back and forth. But yeah. I I really enjoy both for different reasons and I think that I don't know digital it really like just changed the way that I look at 
art and make it as a whole. Like it changed the entire my entire approach. Oh, like your experience, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of going off the same, kind of off the same. You're talking about how consistent you were getting like making art. Um, I want to ask you how you keep like your ideas fresh. Cause I I noticed like, I went on your Instagram, and like you post like very consistently, like well, relatively consistently. You know what I mean? Like uh, like new ideas, like very like um, different art. Like it's not like just kind of like the same. I wouldn't say it's like the same. Uh, always the same genre of art. I always say mm-hmm. I, I see it's kind of like always like changing and it's different. And I just wanted to ask you like how do you like. Because I know obviously like everyone's get gets in like creative ruts. I want to know how you kind of keep yourself in like the creative mindset to always like be making stuff. Yeah, for sure. So I definitely have ruts like kind of often. Um, I think yeah. I really I really don't want to do just the same thing over and over again and kind of just like play on what people people like. I like to kind of push it a little bit and try and take some risks. Like I, it's hard to kind of keep the the balance of like, obviously I want to gain followers and I want people to like what I post, yeah. but I also don't want to kind of just play off the same things that I know people like. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to find a balance between those things, but uh, in terms of inspiration, uh, I definitely I use Pinterest a lot, and I follow a lot of people on that account that like like art that I love, like a lot of my influences. So um, I'll use their work as like just inspiration, even just to get me motivated to make things. Because a lot of the time, I'm not motivated to do anything really, let alone like be creative. So yeah, make a piece yeah. right now or make a few pieces right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it takes a lot to like get me in that mindset. But I found that just like honestly, this is gonna sound cliche, but like just going outside, like going for going for a walk and just looking yeah. around and kind of like almost I don't know, meditating a little bit yeah. um, helps me kind of get into that mindset. And then and then yeah, just scrolling through Pinterest. Um, I like to, a lot of my art is based on like really specific feelings I that I want to get across. I don't know if they come across, but... Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do? Okay. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, so I try and kind of think of what I want to communicate before I think of how to get it across, if that makes sense. So yeah. Like, I'll think of, like if I want to... Um, get across like I just did a piece on like it was about the idea of missing the missing the idea of somebody but not the actual person yeah so I tried to get into that like feeling and think about like really how how basically just like how I felt um, yeah. <laughs> at the time and then go and look for inspiration with that feeling still fresh in my mind I guess it's really cool it's like i feel like it's like kind of you get the inspiration and then you kind of depending on how you're feeling obviously sometimes you'll be motivated sometimes you won't be as motivated you kind of just like go into the routine of outside taking a breather like get like your ideas fresh and like keeping in your mind meditating on it 
don't know, it's, just, it's just a cool way to go about it. Um, I feel like it's a, a solid approach. Very, very solid approach. Um, Thank you. Last question I want to ask you is, uh, I see you have a red red bubble. Is it a red bubble? Please say yes. Red bubble? Yeah. The shop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Uh, no, because I was going to say, I don't, there's like a, another, another one, I think it's a print, uh, I forgot the name. Um, what was that experience like? What um, kind of, because I kind of want to, I don't know how I kind of word this, but I kind of want to ask like, how, like, when did you know that you could open up a shop, if that makes sense? Like, because like, for me personally, like, I haven't like, uh opened up a, like a, you know print to send like uh photos and stuff so i wanted to know like when were you like i guess comfortable with opening up a shop and how did that process uh go about yeah that's a really good question um that yeah so i probably felt comfortable once like a year after i made my art account i had like two or three people like really just a couple people reach out to me and ask if I like made prints at all mm. and it was during quarantine still I wasn't working or in school at the time so I was really just bored and I was just like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make a shop like why not there's nothing like it's free Redbubble's great like they do everything for you basically all you do is upload your work and it makes all the mock-ups it they, they, this is gonna sound like an ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they like ship everything out and they give you your, like you can set what commission you wanna add on to the price of the product. Yeah. So it's really good, it's really easy to use. And yeah, I was really just bored and wanted to do it. And I was so thankful that I did because um, a, a few months ago, I guess in like December, I posted a TikTok, which I like was super out of the blue for me. I've like never thought of posting a TikTok before, but I saw this trend yeah. people were doing where they'd like post um, post pictures of their art and then kind of a little bit of backstory on like how they were how they were feeling at the time or what kind of experiences led to that piece. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna make this for no reason. And I posted it and it kind of like gained some traction and blew up a little bit. Oh, like a bunch of people, like hundreds of people asking me for prints all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, thank God I made this in time. Like, yeah, that was really lucky that the algorithm like picked it up. But yeah, so it, it definitely paid off. <laughs> and I would recommend it to like anyone who like to sell anything like it's it's so easy because I know like I don't have really the time to package like, yeah to pack yeah to like you don't have the time to like sit down pack each one like you print yeah. the slip mail it to someone you know what i mean so it's kind of yeah. a good like it's a good i i it sounds like it's kind of a good website for creatives because like we don't have the time to actually like package it ourselves uh mm -hmm. make yeah. it ourselves like never mind like stickers and magnets right like how mm -hmm. are we gonna make those and then how are we gonna send them to xyz if that's already handled, it makes the process, I feel like it makes the process a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, like, obviously, the, you don't get all the money. But if you do the math, like, I actually did the math, and yeah. it's it's definitely worth it. 
This is literally this is sponsored by Redbubble. This podcast. <laughs> Sierra is sponsored by Redbubble. The bulls. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there any challenges like when you made like the website, like the the shop? Was there anything like that you kind of struggled with doing, like maybe putting out like certain like which pieces to put like, to the shop, or was it like kind of selective of like certain ones you think are going to sell or? Yeah, I, it was pretty like the, the interface is pretty easy to navigate, but I was a little bit worried about the quality of some of um, like my traditional pieces, like if it was going to translate well to the products. I knew like the digital ones were fine, like I knew they're like because I made them on my laptop. Yeah, you, made, you cool. made them digitally, yeah. Yeah, but so I had to like learn how to Photoshop them in a way that could like enhance the quality so that was kind of difficult but that was the only thing really it it was honestly a pretty pretty smooth process okay that's good yeah. um so basically just like enhancing the quality of like your, your traditional pieces like on photoshop and stuff yeah that was okay. like the only little block i think that's good then that's pretty smooth because if people hope <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it was it was really cool like a couple of people sent me um like photos of their their wall setups mm. and making my art on their walls was so crazy or like, yeah. like flock or something just random people from like the states and stuff so that was pretty wild that is crazy because it's, it's surreal to be like oh yeah it's in someone's like room yeah it's so <laughs> they walk weird. in they walk in they see my art like every day it's like, <laughs> crazy thought <laughs> Like, wake up in the morning, my art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. That's been a surreal feeling, especially when your the TikTok blew up. It must have been very, like, like crazy, like a crazy time for you. Yeah, I didn't do work for, like, three days. I just, like, only responded to comments, and I was just, wow. like, it was, it was, it was crazy. Damn. Crazy. It's a good thing you did post a TikTok, right? And, like, honestly, the timeline is crazy. Timeline's so crazy on that. You made the shop and then you posted a TikTok and then that's crazy. Yeah, like, I was like, so happy. I was so thankful. Like I was like, thank you, past self, for doing this for me. Like, yeah, it was it was great. The algorithm has not been very nice to me since then, but that's okay. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had you had your uh, your blow up. <laughs> you had your blow up. That's like, all right, now you gotta chill out. <laughs> I had my 15 minutes. Uh, you gotta chill out for a bit and then w- w- wait a few months and maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, um, we'll wrap things up there. But uh, Sierra, where can the people people find your art and where can the people uh, see what you do? Uh, so my Instagram and TikTok are both uh, some shit I did. <laughs> which is a name that i just i don't know i've i like it a lot i like your ad a lot it's good yeah should i spell it it has an underscore Um, you can yeah (laughs) yeah so just some and then s-h-i underscore uh i d-i-d there you go um (laughs) thank you everybody for listening uh we are available on apple Podcasts, spotify uh google Podcasts, and we shall see you guys next week